Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us today um, for Security Views Radio um, with Adam and John. I uh, hope you guys are all doing great today. Thanks for tuning in. John, how are you doing? Good. Episode, a reboot episode Cinco today, right? That's I true. Think, I think so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it we is. Will, we will and, surpass the original number shortly. <laughs> and our... Um, good friend felton is perfecting the editing and they're flying off the shelves now right after they're created so i i, I, I checked out uh, episode quattro over the weekend yeah my kid of course gave me the appropriate amount of shit for uh, listening to my own podcast but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you could hear the early episode my microphone wasn't quite right so i i luckily i do listen to it so i can i can right. kind of train myself adam and i had this conversation this morning but it's the only way i i, I know how to improve is to critique myself and yeah. I, I i am my toughest 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 critic. So. Yeah, I, I and I totally, I totally understand that. I just, I tried, like I was saying this morning, I tried to not listen because I, I don't want to, I don't want to be performative. I guess is my thing. Yeah. If that, if that yeah. makes sense, like I just, I just want this to be like this is as much of who Adam is as possible. So. You know, I, I, um, yeah. So I'm trying to teach my kid like no this is how i improve this is feedback for me so i learn try yeah, to you're, tell, not, you're not listening for entertainment try to you. tell a teenager that he just sits and says it's just sad <laughs> <laughs> you listen to yourself it's just sad like dude <laughs> you will get it one day man you will get it one day but he doesn't watch film of himself uh when he plays football no no he no he doesn't um, so he's not taking the skill seriously enough that's my point i would be watching film i would be like why did i do that how do I improve that? Yeah. Like I, I mean, even at the gym, I'm always asking my trainers for feedback. Like, what do I need to do? How am I doing this better? What can I right. send them an email? Like, you know, how am I developing? Is it even better? And I, I just, I, I, I need that to try to get better in life. So anyway. So. No, no, I, I, I totally understand that. I so just, apologize to our listeners for the first few episodes <laughs> when my mic was going in and out, but I do, I do have that down now. I think. I think yeah, I think, I think we're. Basically, oh. Felton said, "Sit still." <laughs> I think maybe Sit on your hands. Face I had to face the microphone. <laughs> I oh. can't. I can't sit back. No, no. it doesn't work. <laughs> um, so uh, how was your weekend, man? How was you? It was good. Um, we kept um, working on. I told you the the addition that we're doing for a family member's place. We're still working on that. That's almost done. And other than that, I didn't really do much except for watch the thing that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah so I think we had a mutual homework assignment this weekend <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I do want to tie up a loose end. Last week we referenced a local weatherman theft traffic man who had a crooked picture and some instruments oh, in the yes. background. Yes, so his forecast over the weekend, for hu- it said the temperature, then it said humidity, and the humidity t- forecast was, I'm not lying, nope. It's it. <laughs> Just, nope. That's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> he just said nope. I thought maybe he was resp- he thought he was responding to a text and he, instead he was typing in a humidity level. I'm not sure what happened there, but the, the, it, should be it should be numbers like so, such and such percent or low, high, medium. Nope. Just said nope. No, so you don't think he was goofing? We didn't have a lot of humidity this weekend. We didn't have any humidity this weekend. So I, would, I wouldn't think so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, but you know. I mean, dude, come on, man. <laughs> Some professionalism somewhere. Right. So, what about you? What'd you get up to? Yeah, I watched them. I watched a, a really interesting movie, and I can't say that it um, sparked my attention. So, we're going to save our listeners the suspense. <laughs> and uh, what we're talking about is um, 
kind of step back. So uh, my wife's friend and her were, um, you know, out last week and she mentioned how freaked out she was based off this movie she saw on Netflix called The Social the, the social Dilemma, yeah. I believe it was called. Yeah, Dilemma. And um, my wife said, I haven't heard of it, but she kind of told her a little bit about it. But she's like, oh, yeah, this is stuff my husband talks about all the time. Right. And we're very familiar with this. So I looked it up, and it turned out it was one of the top movies in Netflix. And, yeah, it's, it's crazy um, right now. I think I shot Adam a text and said, you know, hey, we should, we should check this thing out just to kind of see what people are talking about. So I was excited to see that it came out sort of because of the content. So Adam, I don't know if you want to give a quick synopsis of the film, a documentary. So, I don't know really which one it is. It seems to kind of go yeah, back so and it's, forth. Yeah, so it's 50-50 uh, documentary style talking with um, – people inside of the tech industry, um, specifically social media, um, discussing the, I don't want to just blanket say it and just say the dangers of social media, but that's basically what it is. Uh, It's a lot about uh, social media addiction and um, engagement. And then the other half is um, the kid from Santa Clarita Diet is addicted to his phone and there are four other um, people that I don't recognize that are family members. And he gets po- he pulled falls, into this world. Yeah, pulled into this, this like, ex- like political extremist world. And he gets tackled by a cop at the end. Yeah, that was I a very strange... I'm going to just... I need Okay, I need to say it up front. The part with Santa Clarita Diet Kid is bad. Like, it's bad. Like, I understand that they're exaggerating and they're trying to make a point and that, yes, that people do fall down rabbit holes where they become political extremists. But, like, the whole plot, his whole plot is his parents put his phone, they say, like, oh, go a week without your phone. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And we'll give you a new screen. We'll give you a new screen because the screen broke because... They put the phones in one of those phone locker things, and the daughter just, like, I guess bashes it with a hammer. They never hold her accountable for breaking no, the kid's phone. No, they don't. Like, it's so weird. And then, like, you know, you don't see either of the parents ever again. Uh, you see the daughter one time. She posts a picture, and someone says her ears are big, and she cries. Um, and I, I'm not trying to, like, minimize bullying or anything like that. I'm just – the way it's presented is so terrible. And, like, I, I have such a hard time, like – I had such a hard time just from a film perspective. And I know that primarily we're not talking about that. But, like, from a story structure, it's just so bad. You Like, characters will just disappear. You never see them again. So this, like, whole de- this whole departure threw me for a second. So it kind of the, – the premise is that you have all these tech – Experts, whether they were some of the founding members of social right. media companies or they were executives of social media companies, and it kind of left, and this is sort of like them coming clean and kind of saying, "Okay, here's yeah, here's some insider information about kind of oh, what happened." Man, the things that we built are actually being yeah. used for pretty evil purposes. Yeah, yeah, and one guy was very nervous who actually added very little to the whole thing. I don't really know what he was so <laughs> scared about, but he was very nervous about it. Um, and so then all of a sudden it kind of snaps to this this um, acting out of the doc of the issues, right? Kind of in the background, and they sort of as the story builds, kind of goes. And when that first happened, it kind of threw me. I said, "That's a that's an actor, right? Like, yeah, did this just happen?" Because I think he has like six lines in the whole thing. Most of it is just him staring at his phone. Yeah, it's mostly just him staring at the phone, and then like in this humanized version of the Disney movie. Um, 
Oh, of it. Yes, yes. Of Inside Out. Yes. <laughs> of Inside I had the, Out. I had the of same feeling. I was like, are they doing an Inside Out bit? <laughs> yeah. Of where these people are controlling what they see. Now, I, I think that we're overly critical on this part yeah, because we work in this world. So yeah. that's kind of where I wanted to kind of start off my, get my point out. Yeah. I think that even if the information wasn't new to me as a whole, I think it's terrific that they created this to try to get the information out. Absolutely. It is something that I, I have done, as, as the guys in this room know, but I've done a lot of speaking about social media and the dangers of it. This was a, a non-fictional documentary and fictionalized version of what I've been talking about. Yes. And so if the filmmakers felt they had to do this in order to make the point, it might pull in three or four more. Um, I, th- I think clicks it. I think it's something. I think so. it's working. I th- like the. I look. I see the discussion online. I, I see you know on social media. No, on you know various articles and, and forums and things like that. Like I'm seeing that this conversation happening. I think I think it works. I think the movie is, um, again for a sort of. Um, pedestrian as you and I might find it. Um, again, because we work in this industry, I think it does an incredible job of exposing the stuff that we've been talking about. Like, you know, there's there's stuff in there where one of the guys talking about how um, app makers are control or not controlling. They uh, are tracking how long you look at specific images before you continue to scroll. And you and I go, yeah, of course they are. Like, yeah, that's that's their whole business model. But most people, I th- I don't, I, they don't think about that kind of stuff. So, I think one of the things that I found refreshing about it, and I'm really sorry, uh, we probably should have preferenced this with uh, spoiler alert. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, well, you're not exactly losing out on a great narrative. Or yeah. Anything. So, uh, one of the things I did like, and um, I use that word specifically, is I I did think what I didn't know is that the like button was originally created just as an innocent button to say, I like this. Yeah. It was only later on that it was, it was designed to, uh, it was redesigned then to create more data and feedback. Yeah. Originally it was just a like button. Yeah. One of the things that extremely bothered me was some of the comments, although I know that they were true, is when parents allow their kids access to social media at the level that they do, and I'm seeing social media in kids as, as, as young as nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. They're they're fudging on the, the form, yep. to beat the thirteen year old requirement mm-hmm. to give their kids access to social media. Um, they're one of the things that we're saying is like you don't know how somebody's going to react to that. If I post a picture of my spaghetti dinner that I made for my family, mm-hmm. and Adam likes it and Felton doesn't comment. I will not think about the likes I didn't get. I will probably just be happy that Adam at least thought I made a nice-looking spaghetti dinner. Yeah, yeah. Kids compare, and kids say, why didn't I get this like? Yeah. And so you have these kids that will either fall into depression, or you will get kids that will do more and more ridiculous or inappropriate things in order to ensure likes. And that is where if you're a father of a girl— you mm-hmm. need to be terrified, yeah. frankly, because it seems to be affect girls more than boys. Boys kind of have that, oh, well, whatever. I don't need you to like. 
except if it's from a girl that they're trying to impress. But in general, they don't need public likes. Girls need public likes in many cases with teenage girls, and that is one of the things that scares me. That is one of the side effects of this. And most inventions in the world have have positives and negatives, and the Internet is one of those inventions, Mm -hmm. and the like button is one of those things as well. Yeah, and they they do touch on that in the documentary with the – yeah, heavily, and I and I love that I, they I, covered that. Component. Yeah, I, again, I I made a joke about it earlier. I'm not again. I'm not trying to belittle. It's just the the structure of it. But um, yeah, I, and I think I think that that's probably true for most of the, the things that they talked about, and that, that most things, most features, most um, you know, was designed with good intention. I, and, and I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that everyone involved in at these social media. I don't think they're evil. I like again, like like the like button was originally just supposed to be a fun, good thing. Same thing with with you know pop up notifications. When I get a Bing Bong that 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 my wife posted a picture, I'm gonna open up. I want to see the picture that my wife posted. Like that's a good thing. Um, but then you only need a few bad actors to get involved. Yeah, but I think it's more than a few. And I think one of the sad parts I thought about the movie was that they chose to take it as this kid was becoming a political extremist mm-hmm. instead of the more likely scenario where a kid was in depressed or maybe right. did the ultimate co- committed suicide or something that, right. that what, is, what is happening at a much faster rate than political yeah. extremism yeah which being was, radical I, I thought maybe that was just trying to capitalize maybe on the election year i'm not really sure yeah. why they chose that path because that wasn't that's not the more likely path no. that somebody will take and if you're trying to highlight you know news or bias stories or something if that was the point like i said i thought that turn was a little strange yeah. it took off the point they should have really dug into the depression and the teen right. issues I, I i would i would 100 percent agree and and not to say again and by the way we, let's be clear we're not saying that people are not radicalized by these platforms they are but they are that is just nowhere near as many people get depressed and it takes us i think your mind has to be pre your mind has to be going a certain way to be influenced by those kind of things it's much like people who get influenced by cults you and i yep. can look at that and say why the hell would you ever have believed this guy yeah, yeah. you know and and i and, and i know a lot of those stories and i just watched the uh the, the waco series recently i need i still need to watch that it's, great. it's a great series it's a fascinating so, story um and I look at that and say, well, how could you have fallen for this? You know, how could yeah. you have believed this? But, but my mind isn't, isn't driven to that. And I think that's the same way with the political extremism. Wanting to be liked as a teenager is a pretty standard thing. And when you're liked, you think that it's what you want. And when you're not liked, it can push you into a deep, darker place. Right. There's a psychological problem with this. Right. And um, that's why I, I only wish that they would have taken that more because so many other shows are glamorizing social media and stuff like that yeah. and, and the things around social media mm-hmm. that I, I really wish somebody would have just said, no, here's what's really happening. Yeah, this is what's going to happen 95% of the time. Because I can say it all day and I can take any speaking gig that people will give me, Yeah, but I cannot make a film. <laughs> <laughs> I am incapable of that skill. I don't know. Security um, View Studios. I, I here have, it comes. I have a face and a voice for a podcast. And that is about <laughs> it. That is all. But... 
somebody needs to tell the story and not on a dateline. It needs to be a story that reaches mass. And I thought that maybe they can make a social dilemma part two and extend into that yeah. world. Um, but the awareness that this has raised over people tracking you and what they're doing with the data is phenomenal. I think it's great. I think it's, I, I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. You're right. But, um, uh, between, <laughs> between that and this, um, iOS 14, this is timely, iOS 14 coming out um, and with security and privacy being such a huge, huge portion of that, um, that, uh, the, that OS update. I just think it's, it's very serendipitous that these two things came at, the, at basically the same time. And yeah, we're, I'm seeing conversations about it. I'm seeing conversations about people like, yeah, I've started going through and turning off all my tracking and you know, doing this and this. And that's another area where I thought the movie missed the point is that they sort of focused so much on social media. They ignored all the apps that are tracking you and the data right. inside of those apps that are tracking you and yeah. how flashlight apps need your location data. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And all the absurd stories we've heard over the years and yeah. privacy statements in those terms. Like they missed that whole aspect. They focused so much just on social media. Maybe that was maybe that's okay. Like I said, I'm not a filmmaker. I don't know how to tell a story like they do. But I, I, I felt that they missed that. Yeah, so it's just an hour and thirty, so I mean, you know, you don't have a huge amount of time. You just get in, make your point and get out. Um so I I, I think that's probably why they just focused on that purely instead of all the apps and stuff, but um, I yeah, did, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I did like one of the other things I did like, and, and you know, I mentioned it earlier. Um, I did like that they, in very plain English, explained the, with the inside out um, people. Like it, they were very, you know, like obviously there's not actual people doing that, but like yeah, that's all. All that stuff's built into the algorithm. You know, the app's going. Hey, he hasn't looked at you know our game in two days I'm gonna or in eight hours I'm gonna send an update like that stuff's all built in there like so do you do you find yourself to be addicted to your phone on back to my one to ten scale like how addicted are you to your phone um I definitely slip more towards using it but I've gotten good about knowing that I'm using it if I were to send you a text right now, while we're in the middle of this conversation, right? Would you really want to know who texted you? Like, how how desperate would you be? I see you're not wearing your watch today, so you probably will. oh no no oh, I, you am. Are, I, sorry, I, I would know immediately. Yeah. <laughs> would would it sit there and, and dominate your brain for at least a few cycles to uh, to wonder what that was about? I, I would definitely like. There's definitely the um, oh my wrist. I got a bing bong on my wrist. I want to look at the bing bong. Um, I definitely do, but like, I mean, that's the lizard part of my brain, right? Like, hey, someone's trying to get in contact with you. Um, but I've I've gotten good at recognizing, like, like it's 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 almost uh, reflex. Like, I'll be like, the worst is like sometimes I'll be sitting on my computer at home, and I'll like pick up my phone to look at internet on my phone. It's like I've got internet in front of me. Why do I need to look at smaller internet? So, like, I will do it, like, out of a – just out of a sense of, like, oh, my body's been still for however long I'm going to pick this up. But then, I, then I'm then i good at going, nope, nope, don't – you don't need to engage with that right now. So, like, I have – like, halfway, I guess. <laughs> so, so you, do you think you're a five on the addiction scale? I'm a recovering phonaholic, I think might be the way to put it. Like, I'm, I'm – 
I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, a, he's, like a, he's like an eight. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, I'll, I'll, like, I get, like, at the end of the uh, Sunday, you get the, uh, I don't know when you get yours, but on Sunday, I get my, hey, here's how much you used your phone this week. This was your screen on time. I, get I think a, so. I think, it, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I get a weekly out. report. I don't, I don't ever look at it. So, um, I do, um, because I, I, I want to be conscious of that. I want to look at that and go, oh, oh, gosh, I was on the phone that much. Ooh, okay, well, wait a minute, hold on, was there, was I, was it a holiday this week where I was just, you know. So I used to look at it when I first started doing it. I don't know if it was iOS 13, maybe. I think it was 13, That they started coming yeah. out with that. And I, I realized it was just, it was just wrong. Like, sometimes I'll just turn on a podcast or something on my phone. Like, daily That's I do right. this, and I just stick it on my on my desk. And maybe I, I do, maybe I don't lock the screen. Yeah, I, I've seen you with the, the screens just unlocked. It's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. and I just. I just said hit the button. And so I don't find it to be an accurate measure. Um, right. And I think it might calculate even when I'm not, when the screen's not even active. I think it might just, the phone is doing something. I haven't really cared enough to dig into these statistics. Yeah. But I have been able to prove that it is an accurate representation of my phone usage. Right. And that, that I guess that's sort of the thing is that, and even if it is accurate, you know, if you've got a hollow, like if you, if you have a day off, like, yeah, on my day off, I'm like, I'm just gonna lay it like lie down on my couch and just veg out for a while, yeah. and like that might include, you know, scrolling through news stories and. I, I would never do that. I'd probably squeeze in a workout or yeah. Like <laughs> well, that. If I wouldn't lay on my couch. Um, but, different folks, yeah. different trip. <laughs> but no, see, that's a great point. Like on weekends, I can tell you that the data says I use it almost none. Right. I actually think the number of times I pick it up and engage with my phone is the same. Yeah. But I'm not playing podcasts usually. Um, right. Doing right, because you're with hanging out kid. with your family. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing something else. So that would be that's why I don't find it to be an accurate measure in my in my particular case. Yeah, I can see. That. I think it measures pickups too, which would probably be a more accurate. Yeah. Thing. I I I don't think that I look at it and go, oh look, you had average screen on time of X. I don't go. I don't go. I need to reduce it by Y. I just say I need to not use my phone that much. That's that's too much. Fo- that's too much screen time. Yeah. That's that's just how I how I view it. Um, I just don't find anything interesting. This is me. I just don't have. I mean, I check ESPN. Yeah. And it's full transparent mode here. I check ESPN. Yeah. Might check the weather statistics unless I'm traveling. I don't use any of those apps. Yeah. Um, you know, text messages and maybe some email on weekends. Um, usually it's just glancing. I can say I don't really read the email unless it's something I'm expecting. I just kind of right. say, oh, I got that. I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm like that. Like, and I'll, honestly, if the email covers more than a screen, I'm not scrolling much on a weekend. So right. like I'm, I'm right there with you yeah. on, on weekends, after hours. I will look and see, is, like, is this mission critical? Okay, then I'll handle it. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I try to be, I try to be conscious of it. I'm, I am conscious of it. Um, and it is something that I sort of like actively try to make sure that I'm not over-engaging with my phone and, you know, use it as a tool rather than, um, uh, what do you call, for its own sake, you know, using yeah. the phone for its own sake. Now, kids, kids are totally, teenagers, totally different thing. You know, kids, I can see them completely just, they're dialed in. They're waiting for it. They're looking at it. They're checking. They're monitoring. 
mm-hmm. they're playing a game, um, they're doing any number of things, but they're they are in those things and they care about battery power. They're looking for chargers at you know, yeah, <laughs> noon, <laughs> in some cases, yeah, um, you know, early on. Um, so I think that that's that's really why they demonstrated in the absurd scene where they lock up the things in the shatterproof lock timed yeah. Tupperware. That's thing. a real thing. Yeah, it's like, the, like, like so real... you don't keep eating cookies or something. No, or... well, yeah, but you can all, but people also buy it for phones, like for that specific purpose. That like, hey, we're gonna have family dinner together. Everyone, put your phone in here. Okay, one hour. Um, yeah, those are those are real things. So like, for a, for a minute, I was like, is this whole documentary just paid advertisement for this for this dumb product? And then she smashes it with a hammer. So I was like, okay, no, it's not. Like, yeah. they, they they wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I think I've seen the. I think I did did see the. I heard of the product or so. Yeah. Now that now that you say it, I think I had heard of that before. Yeah. It's some Shark Tank thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, sorry, that was a that was a. Got us a little bit off the rails there for a second. But no, I I think that the, um, the messaging of that is. I think for like. Again, people that aren't us, that aren't embroiled in this stuff all day, every day. I thought I was really good at putting that message out there. Yeah, and I especially liked the end where they went into the tips as yes. the credits were rolling. I thought that was a tr- that was great. Yeah. Um, I thought that was excellent. And overall, I thought they were really good tips. Yeah. Um, I there was a cool there was a good uh, <laughs> I thought spread of people there. Like some of them are like. Yeah, just make sure that you're putting timers and you're making sure that you're only using your phone between this hour and this hour. And then there's that that lady with the big hair. I, I don't remember her name, and I don't mean that. She as, works from she is with Harvard University. I yeah, think. she yeah. was much more hardline. She's like, blow your phone up. Like she seemed like much yeah. more. Like, well, it was the ex. I think it was the Twitter executive. Maybe he had a gray T-shirt on. Started Pinterest. He yeah. was like we don't allow any screen time in our house. Yeah, and uh, I know that that comment resonated with my wife especially because she we were talking about with the kids this morning Mm -hmm. uh, before school and and she's like you you guys think we're restrictive like the guy who started pinterest doesn't let their kids right use you know even have any screen time because they think it's so bad yeah Um, and i don't want to confuse it it's not necessarily a screen time podcast and i think that anybody even without young kids would benefit from watching it because you get an idea of how they're manipulating what you see on the screen right and we have known this for years in marketing if we have two computers that have been in use for a while and we each conduct a google search for the same thing we will get different results now you explain that to me yeah it's like anything other than manipulation of the data it could be some a b testing but uh, but odds yeah, are it's based off of past history. If you have a Gmail account, look at the advertisements that you're presented with inside of Gmail, and they will be relevant to something that you've looked for. Absolutely. Or done or participated in. If you get um, auto insurance emails from um, Allstate in there, you will most likely see ads from other auto insurance carriers. Right. Um, they will pick up on that because they are monitoring that that email box is not free. Right. <laughs> Because Google is just nice. Right. Uh, they, they don't provide that level of data for people uh, just because they want to. Right. Right. Um, so there's still, I think, a lot more that I want to talk about about the movie. But I think it's time for a quick break. Um, and we will be right back.
Workforces are more spread out than ever before, and hackers are using this to their advantage. Social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches. The only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are. Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. All right, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Um, Trying to be edgy. <laughs> we were dis- we were discussing how we realized that we dropped our first swear word. So I guess we're gonna get the e now. Yeah. I don't think so. I think one you're allowed. You're, you're, you're I think allowed you're allowed one. one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about it. Like. There's uh, there's not a lot of the youth that I think we're trying to reach with this uh, podcast. Felton, take it out. Just Felton can just bleep it out. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. It makes the po- the bleep makes the point. I think the bleep is just as effective as the actual word. I it, yeah. In this case, I would agree. I would absolutely agree. There's sometimes though that like a good whatever the word is is just what you need. Right. But if you're watching like a like a show, like a comedy show and they have to like there's a priest talking and they have to bleep a bunch of stuff. Like it adds Right. It's very it's a very funny component to it. Yes. Like Chappelle's show. Yeah. The bleeps were funnier than the curse words. Oh yeah. Because you can just yeah, 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 yeah. You're putting it in there. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a. Um, right, that's what I'm talking. There's a, a better example. Yeah. Like sometimes a bleep works. Yeah, because it's loud and blunt enough that it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting yeah. the point across. Yeah. I um, I I, I had heard it. Uh, <laughs> someone, you know, being insulted with a swear word or insulting somebody with a swear word is like, um, uh. Like, it's different than, like, a well-worded, eloquent insult. Like, that's stabbing someone with a rapier. Um, calling someone an, uh, an F-head is like hitting them over the head with a folding chair. Like, sometimes you, you want a different kind of impact. So, uh, Yeah, so if you watch Narcos on Netflix, if no, you no, watch no, it, you should check it out. Well, so when, um, you know, in, in the show, there's a, there's a considerable amount of swearing, but it's all in Spanish. Yeah. And in the Colombian version yeah. of Spanish, uh, the F word and the B word are the exact same word. So some sentences are just strung together with the same word over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, very, it's very entertaining to, to watch as somebody who doesn't speak Colombian Spanish. <laughs> right. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Pa- Pablo liked to drop the, dropped the four-letter words, apparently. I think I watched a couple of episodes. I think. I don't know. I think it's a very well-made series. The second, and it's like three seasons, but then they move on to Narcos Mexico, which mm. is, it's a continuation. It's sort of a flashback continuation, but it's the same series. Oh, okay, same character. Same style. Okay, so it's not like a yeah. Real Housewives Florida edition or something. No, like no, it's it's basically, yeah, it's a, it's an American, like, law enforcement show. Okay. But with the 
you know, telling the story of how they caught these drug lords. So. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. I, that that seems up my alley, actually. Yeah, so. it's right. It's right up the alley. Yeah, yeah. you learn a lot. Um, yeah. So, cause most of my Netflix queue is just filled of, you know, real crime, you know, true crime, and conspiracy theory stuff that I just find fascinating. So, of all the online services, Netflix, Hulu, yeah, Disney Plus, yeah, HBO Max, who do you think is making the best content? Overall, that, that meets Adam's Adam's entertainment needs. So it's hard. Okay, I can't. I can't. You can't count Disney Plus yet because they haven't made anything new. Mandalorian. They, oh, sugar. That's right. They did make the Mandalorian. That Mandalorian's real good. I'm, okay, so fine. They're one for one. Um, they have a hundred percent success rate. Um, plus, they got bugging out in there, so that's that's always important. Um, I don't, it's tough. I don't feel like, I feel like everyone's settling into grooves now, which I think is really interesting. Netflix is going hard on true crime and docudramas, like Social Dilemma and stuff like that. Oh, man. Well, they know, right? It it worked. Yeah. They know it works. They know what people watch. They know what people like. Which, by the way, my wife gave the thumbs up at the end of the Social Dilemma. I'm like, oh, you just fed the system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, now they know we liked it. Damn. If it's, if oh, I'm it's, sorry, bleep. Bleep it. <laughs> um, I would say for uh, content that they're making, I still think Netflix is doing the best. By the way, the UPS truck just pulled up outside. And you know how people like wash me in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Kobe. This one. <laughs> it's Kobe. I don't know. Kobe shipped a lot of packages. This one's for it's, you, It's buddy. all for Kobe, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think Netflix is still making the best original content, but if you had to ask me which one do I, if I only, if I could only have one, I'm probably picking HBO Max over Disney. That's coming from me. Yeah. Well, I think you watch all HBO shows. So. I do. I, I watch. I, al- I also find myself, I go back to HBO shows a lot. Like, I am, I am, at any given moment, I am within three months of rewatching either The Sopranos or The Wire. At any given moment. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. Sometimes it's just for the background. Other times, like, I'm actually fully engaging with. Uh, there's a, uh, I'm rewatching Sopranos right now because there's a, Sopranos podcast that's being done by Bobby Bacala, the actors who played uh, Christopher and Bobby Bacala. So each week they're doing the next episode in the series. So I've been going along with that. It's pretty good. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. They, and they, they've brought on like um, people that worked on the show, like, like, like every, like, every, like, they, like every other week or something like that. They, they're trying to get somebody in. So they had, um, uh, they, they had Lorraine Bracco on there. They had, um, They've had, a, they've had a bunch of people, so it's it's cool. If you're a Sopranos fan, check out Talking Sopranos. And Tony Soprano making an appearance in a no, podcast. No, unfortunately, <laughs> too soon, John. Too soon. <laughs> it's not too soon. <laughs> um, well, maybe they were too soon. They recorded that years ago. That would that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there is there is another point that I kind of touched on about social dilemma actually earlier or at the, in the first half of the of the show. I mentioned that I think it only takes a few bad actors to ruin the systems. And I wanted to dive into that a little bit because 
well, as we were we sort of we, we were talking about it that it seems like most of this stuff is being was made like the like button and sharing and notifications i think all that stuff was made with good intention but what happens is is eventually the, the the beast gets big enough right the app gets big enough they've got enough people and you've got somebody who's vice president of revenue or whatever he's not thinking about whether or not the decision is moral he's thinking about how do i get how do i keep my job and and how do i generate revenue my job is to generate revenue and i think i think what happened is is a lot of people ended up uh i think it was very inadvertent what a lot of this became i don't think it was and then we'll make people addicted to their phones like that i don't think that was ever the point like there was no evil plan for it um it just happened and it was it's sort of it's evil through lack of vision on being moral i guess if if that am i making sense on that yeah i think i think well i think the 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 components of it i think it is psychological i think that they do touch on that i think some of it was intended to to increase screen time and eyeballs but it's not new and that's sort of where i feel social media gets gets a bad rap but like if you go back and you watch soap operas for example and they have this story this you know a week of a soap opera a week in time of a soap opera takes like a year yeah worth of shows right i mean it takes forever to get through in the Uh same they'll be in the same scene for like two weeks sometimes like i used to watch it with my grandmother the point was to keep you engaged and so you would watch the advertisers right and so you wanted to be engaged. You wanted people to be interested, so yeah. they would buy buy Tide. Or when they went to the store, they were thinking about Tide because they were thinking about what Victor was doing, with right. whoever Victor was was married to that week, right? Or that three year period, uh, yeah. which was only a week, didn't work out. But you know what I mean. Yeah, so like that that is not a new revenue model. No. It wasn't completely. It, it was just how do we now do this online? Right. The genius came in. How do we convert this to an online mechanism? Oh, and now we can take it even further than we ever could with television. It's not 1984. The TVs that we have still are not two way. Right. They don't know if we're engaged or not with our television. Right. I think they know if we record things. I think there's DVR logic that's right. going back and forth. They know that we record a show. Um, Although at the TiVo was ahead of its time, TiVo right. could predict what we wanted to watch and would just go ahead and record it for us. Yeah. TiVo just went out of existence, and I don't know why, because it was really no different than the algorithms they're using to feed social media feeds. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sort of the same yeah. base logic yeah. uh, in, in, in order to get there. Here's more stuff to keep you engaged with right. our platform. And I think that, like, like you said, it's nothing new, and I think an even better example than the soap operas um, is actually probably um, Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh. I thought I was off. I'm sorry. We need to go back, don't we? Yeah, you I, think, okay. I think we could have made a joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a better example. Did you exa- still your phone? Yeah, I was because I was turning it off. Um, speaking of Bing Bong, is it important? <laughs> could have been a really important phone call. It could have, but I'm doing something. Adam, right get now. back here. We are in the middle. Of the <laughs> <laughs> I think I think an even better example is probably things like like Transformers and GI Joe, where those programs were built for the sole purpose of selling you the product. Yeah, so why is in, it any different in the program? Right. So like that is like you said, it's not new, um, but. The ease, I think the danger of it comes from, it's the ease of use 
of pulling out your phone or you know opening up your your iPad or whatever that's so much easier to interact with well for me it it, it comes down to you lose control if i go to if i'm addicted to a show and that causes me to make an action buy a gi joe buy a transformer buy tide gain or whatever product is being advertised to me i do that that that's that's the extent of our relationship right the difference is is that now i'm being packaged and sold Yes. While also engaging with that, but I mean, packaged and sold it to other advertisers or right. extend that data further. I mean, go look at the, go to try to do advertising on Facebook or Google or any of these and look at the demographic information you can pull Yeah. on individuals. That's too much data. Yeah, yeah. And that data is pretty, probably pretty accurate. It's probably yeah. pretty accurate. It's not exactly 100% tested, but there's an accuracy level that's there that's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's 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 got to be because it's how they make their money, right? Like right. They, they go out of business if if if, if it's not. So, um, you know, I, I I think that it's I think it's so much of these problems come purely just from a place of greed. That's it. That's that's what all of it was. They didn't want to make people addicted to their phones. They didn't want to make people addicted to Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Or TikTok or whatever. Um, dang, we could have gone one episode without saying TikTok. Um, they didn't want that. They just didn't care if it happened as long as they made their money. Because they have investors, and those investors need to be repaid, whether that's through venture yeah. capital or through, through Wall Street investors. They're looking for a return on that. Yeah, and there's no course. other product there. They're like, they believe in a platform now. They believe in what the platform can deliver in terms of revenues, and 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 some of it is fine. I understand you got to pay for all this. I yeah. get that. The I just for me, it always comes down to you don't have a choice, and we live in a world where you're not given a choice. And then there's hackers and and attackers and bad actors that are using that information, that data for to to extract information from you, to extract financial revenues from people who aren't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Old people are being scammed, young people are being being tricked. And there's this dark side of this whole thing right. that ends up taking a bigger seat than it norm previously would have had. Right. Because it, because yeah, again, that that access is so easy. It's so easy. And you know the 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 ask what the ask is smaller right for 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 you as as the as the user of the product like like you said you know tide or transformers or whatever that's a bigger ask that's okay we got to convince we got to convince 8 year old adam that he needs to convince his mom to drive him to toys r us to pay 20 dollars for this truck that turns into a robot we have we have to like that's a big ask. Yeah. Getting me to open my app is super easy. Send a notification that my wife posted a picture, and and I think that that's um, you know that that's that's where that tipping point was. And they kind of touched on it in the document. They said no, this is new, and and I will say that I disagree with them when they when they said that. Like, um, but the the last thing, and real quick here because I know we're we're coming up on time. Um, I wish it had spent more time discussing alternatives. Like they were talking, they started talking about it of humane, you know, thinking about 
social media and things like that, thinking about that from a humane perspective. And I wish that they had spent a little bit more time talking about that because I don't, I don't feel like they covered it at all. No, I don't think that they gave alternatives because I don't think those alternatives exist. Their, their, their mission seem more to be to just bring light on this issue. And I think yeah. once issues get get daylight, they tend to, to tend to either be fixed or they tend to go away. It tends not to be as big of a deal. But I think their goal was to just shed light on this. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Um, Even they, though I, I, I just believe a show doesn't get to the level it does without there being a social media component. I mean, there obviously this this spread through social media. Right. There, there was yeah. a, uh, I think uh, it's it, we have to. I think we have to admit, like we just have to like okay, look, social media is now a thing. This is this is just now a thing. How do we deal with it? Is what the but question. there is no choice, and this is where it, it pisses me off, and it comes down to this for me: there is no choice in some situations. Right? There is a bias that exists if you're not part of social media. I'll give you an example: my gym was running a contest, and if you okay, you worked out hard, you did all this stuff, they were going to give you points, and if you did all this stuff, right. you're supposedly going to get a free T-shirt or whatever. The contest really was just to say, well, you can only win this if you engage in social media right. and connect with us on Instagram. The contest is ridiculous it was bogus it wasn't genuine they weren't concerned with the individual success of their people they were concerned with their individual success there is a bias there that exists to themselves i want to benefit from this when you fill out a survey when you go buy your chicken sandwich at lunch that survey is to benefit them in their Mm -hmm. customer service in some situations other times it is to capture information and as a consumer you very really know the difference that's why most people don't fill out those surveys but when you go to a website to use Felton example, when you go to a when you log into Facebook to check on Grandma, and then you go search for tennis shoes, you are being stalked with that tennis shoe search. Yeah, and that is wrong. It's nobody's business what size shoes you buy, right? Or what type of shoes that you buy. It's nobody's business then, and you don't need a Nike coupon. Leave me alone. I just wanted to check on Grandma, yeah. and I truly wish kids could just connect and have a safe place to talk and maybe connect with anxiety and th- therapists and counselors and depressed, but you can't because to get to those people now, you're going to probably be tracked. It's the innocent of things. I guarantee you if you talk to the average sales and marketing representative at cybersecurity companies, at technology companies, they are looking for ways to embed this. I heard one time somebody say, well, we'll be able to track if people opened up our our emails or not. That's not a good thing. And it's not even an accurate measure because it's impossible because people like me block that download. I'm not looking at your images, which means you're never going to know if I read it or not. It's not an accurate representation. I, I open the email to get rid of the notification half the time. Right. It's not. It doesn't mean nobody. It doesn't mean nobody read it. Right. That data is wrong. But the thought, I man, let's track. Let's find out. Let's do this. I'm going to send you a contract. Oh, they viewed that contract 30 minutes ago and they haven't signed that contract. I wonder why they haven't signed that contract right. yet. Do I need to worry? It's like, oh, they viewed it. They know to pay right. the bill. We're tracking them now, baby. We know they're going to pay that bill. These trackers are everywhere, and people don't realize all the time that they exist. Well, if they do, they can't stop it because there's no choice. When your doctor forces you to an online portal mm-hmm. that doesn't work until you allow a certain type of, of JavaScript to run, you don't know necessarily what that is pulling right. 
or what this what what's what cross-site script is is engaging in because you're just trying to get your kid medical help or your wife medical help or yourself medical help the barriers are so high the example i can use is that do you know that if you go to a major medical hospital like a major health plan in most cities you can't talk to a psychiatrist without getting pre pre pre-approval from your doctor so do you get that when you're in trouble right you have to get uh, you have to get somebody to approve you to go talk to somebody that can help you right it is not it is not you're not doing justice by your clients and for the cause that you set out you're letting people with their own selfish views Sales and marketing people, no offense, Felton, who works in marketing, and Adam, who works in sales, <laughs> no offense, but that's not the way to do it. No, no, no. You I, should be presenting a good product that people want to buy, that they want to connect with. Not let me sneak in this one by one pixel right. that will then track your cookie from Facebook yeah. that, or from Instagram or from whatever, from Google, that will then feed you the correct advertisement. Yeah. I, that's I, disingenuous. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I want to be clear, I'm, I, I take no offense whatsoever because I, I think that those practices are disgusting and predatory, and I, and I refuse to engage with them. Uh, I actually got a call um, two weeks ago. I don't remember the name of the organization. Um, and even if I did, I'm not going to put anyone on blast. That's not, that's not my space. Um, but they called us, and they were trying to sell me a service that would tell me that would give me contact information for people that just came to the site. They yeah. didn't. They didn't fill in, fill out anything. They didn't request a demo. What they're doing? They're pulling cookie. They're pulling that data, and they and and you know this guy's like, wouldn't it be great if you knew the name, email address, and phone of every single person who came to jscmgroup.com? Like, yeah, but I don't, and. If people aren't willingly giving me that information, I don't. I I won't. I don't want to take it. I something about that just it just doesn't sit right with me. So I'll go one step further. So you know, a lot of times when you work in cybersecurity and cybersecurity software, you're managing your your endpoints and everything through some type of cloud control panel. It's right. pretty common nowadays. A lot of major cybersecurity companies are doing this. Many of these cybersecurity companies require you to open up Google Analytics in order to get those sites to work. Now, you tell me why a private AV endpoint protection encryption portal needs access to Google Analytics. And you tell me that they're, they're really looking out for your best interests. Yeah. And they can tell you all day that this piece of software that you're using, well, we just use that for internal purposes to see how you're interacting with the site. Other platforms, buddy. There's other yep. ways to do that. <laughs> right. You don't need Even, to use Google Analytics, who is harvesting that data and right. what you're doing in there. It, to, to open that up is wrong. And you call yourself a security company, you're not. And I believe privacy is security. I believe that the two go mm-hmm. hand in hand. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and even, even if it does come from a space of, of uh, altruism and, and you're not trying to be uh, you're not trying to harvest more data. You're still allowing that to happen. You're still, you know, just more avenues for information to get leaked, and it's 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 always a bad scene. So I, yeah, I, I just I think that, yeah, I, I think we're just we're, we're we're seeing more and more of that, and that and that's very very unfortunate. So, um, anyway, 
that's uh, that's basically well, that's my riff on this. I, yeah. I'm very passionate about this because it's it's. It, I believe that it's disingenuous to call yourself a security company, or for all these 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 other companies say you're concerned with your privacy, when they're not. They're concerned about their own marketing data. Right. How to use it. Try producing good content. Try just getting up every day and making something that people want to connect with. Yeah. Don't figure out how you can stalk and track your customers. And you somehow think that's the way to do it. I know I won my wife over when I hung outside of her house with a set of binoculars. Yeah. That's, the, that's why my wife fell in love with me. Yeah. Is that I stalked her until I convinced her. I'm like, yeah. I, I just need more time. <laughs> if I could just convince you. Yeah. You will be the one for me. You're, I'll make you happy. No, that doesn't work like that. I had to put in the work. I had to be somebody she wanted to connect with. And it's the same thing is true with any lasting customer relationship. Go I, put in the work. Absolutely. I agree. Go do the work. Yeah. And quit focusing on if somebody has a stutter or because they don't um, use the right words all the time or because there's typos in their book. Get the point. Get the overall thing. Don't try to perfect everything. And just just listen to the point of what somebody's doing. And you will find answers to your questions out yeah. there. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think you know, yeah, make good product and everything else will fall in place. So yeah. that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can email us at podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Um, our song is an original production by Felton. And... Is there anything else I'm supposed to say? No, I actually want. Can I download that off of iTunes? Like, is it available oh, yeah. for purchase yet? Or you know? Yeah. It's a sample. It's a, I thought it was you. I thought it was. I've been lying to the people. Um, pretty much yes. Oh my gosh. All right, just cut it. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> no more show. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Our theme music is a sample that Felton put together and didn't correct me before. I, I, I'm, I'm honored that you would think that I did <laughs> something. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's good. Join us next week, guys, where we will not talk about Social Dilemma. I promise. We're going to talk about something else. Bye. Bye. Bye.